welcome back to Say It With Your Whole Chest. It is me, Jess, also known as the Fat Funny One. And welcome back. If this is your first time tuning in, then welcome. This is the Madhouse. This is the fun bit where we say whatever we like with no holes barred. So, Say It With Your Whole Chest means, according to the dictionary, the most important dictionary, the Urban Dictionary, it means to say whatever you want without the fear of backlash. And that is what I get you guys to do. So you write in your confessions, your unpopular opinions, and then I get some absolutely epic guests on to talk about their own journeys and to talk about you guys too. All nice, all nice, all good things. And this week's guest is so exciting because... Funnily enough, they used to be my boss <laughs> and not that horrible boss that I talk about, not that one, obviously, um, but an absolutely epic boss who has now completely changed careers and rightfully so is now an absolutely awesome coach and the queen of positivity. If you guys think I'm positive, then no, absolutely not. It is Laura. Hello. Crazy! Thank you so much. That was amazing. That was a good one. And you're not even paying me this time, and no, I'm being so nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Jess. Yeah, it was so surreal just even hearing that about how we first met and where we are now. Awesome. Thank it's you so, so weird, isn't it? What a 360. So, for those mm. who don't know you, I've shared a few of your epic posts because they are thank so you. inspiring and motivating. And to be fair, you're no different in real life like that's what you were like at work you were always like if I was like having a bad day I was like I don't know what we're doing with this you were like right come on solutions guys yeah what yeah are we I'd doing? have some chocolate also it's also you did buy us chocolate all the time which was pretty <laughs> epic but yeah tell people a bit about yourself what you do now who is Laura so I am Laura Brinton aka the totally you coach so I am a coach and mentor and simply put, I inspire people to live their best lives as their best selves. Uh, I'm also a mother of two. I've got two little boys who are six and three. I am a wife to Jeff uh, of 15 years. And I am a whole lot of things. And this is why I love this podcast and you so much. And it's actually why I went for Totally You as a way of being, a whole concept I am so many things to so many people, um, mm. as we all are. We've all got roles and labels like mother, sister, son, friend, colleague, employee, boss. But at the end of the day, I just would love for us all to be totally ourselves. Just no BS, no doing stuff because we have to do it or we feel like we should. Just really sinking into, like, actually, who is Laura? What, what lights me up? What am I good at? What can I bring out into the world? That's probably a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, that, that's such that's such a good answer because I think, especially in motherhood, I get a lot of um, comments and statements coming in where women say, or parents, because it's not ju not just women say they kind of lose themselves, and you do you lose yourself in sometimes your career choices, you lose yourself in motherhood, in becoming a partner to someone else. So you, you kind of in life where we're with everyone else all the time, we, we lose our sense of us like just being an individual um so I love that because that's actually what people always say they kind of lose a bit of themselves yeah and do you know what I think without getting too deep Jess I think some of that if you need to go deep babes go deep <laughs> that's what I love doing yes here we go rolling my sleeves up I think some of it as well is about society's expectations of us totally so one of the things I really grappled with when I went on maternity with my first kid was the mum guilt 
I mean, come on, we can dine out on that for years, can't we? Literally. But you know what? I had that moment where I thought, hang on, what what even is this and who was it serving? And what I'd realised was, which is completely normal because it was the first time I'd been doing it as a as a mum or a mum, as I say. A mum, northern lass, yeah. yeah. You can't have subtitles on their podcasts yet, can you? (laughs) Hopefully everybody can understand every other word. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but one of the things that I thought was, oh, hang on a minute. I actually, and this is no offence to anybody who does it, I personally don't want to be a stay-at-home mum because I know I'm not being my true self. Mm. So I love being a mum. I absolutely worship my two kids. But actually, there's many different sides to me and I do want to go out to work and I do want to work with other people other than my children and I want to have that different stimulus I want to make money. And I know, like, we talk about mindsets and sometimes yeah. as a woman, like, <clears throat> hearing somebody say, I want to make money doesn't necessarily sit well, but it's why I want to make money. It's so that I can give my kids the freedom and the choices that I didn't have growing up and have the security and so on. So, yeah, I think once I'd realised that, hang on a minute, this is just something that I'm subscribing to and allowing to take over my mind. Once I figured out, what I wanted and what I didn't want, I was actually okay with it. Yeah. And I think once you take that off yourself, that label, and just think, do you know what, babe? Just try it out. If it doesn't work, you try something different. So I hope that is helpful to some people because I know it's such a struggle, especially when you're doing it the first time around. There's just so many different options and you never know if you're doing a good job, do you? No, and that's that's the hard part because then to, to work out whether or not you're doing a good job, you compare yourself to everyone else, which then is like the worst thing to possibly do because it just isn't always going to be that way. You're not going to be like everyone else. You're not going to parent the same. And I've, I follow this woman. I can never remember her name, but she's epic. I'm going to find her on TikTok. And she talks about dropping shame about little things. Like she had a friend come around the other day and she's like, I'm not tidying up because my friend's coming around. She's like, my house is clean. It's just messy with toys. She was like, but she's bringing her kid around. And she went, she probably wants to come to my house because she doesn't want to tidy her house. And she goes, so I'm going to tidy my house for her to, like her, her and her kid to come around and we're going to make more mess. She goes, I'm just, I'm dropping that shame. I'm not putting that pressure on myself and I'm not apologizing for it either. And I was like, how empowering is that? Like it's something so simple, but a complete game changer. Now, career-wise, obviously you used to be my boss. (laughs) <laughs> we we love a bit of HR um, and a bit of talent um, but you you've had a massive shift what what's happened so yeah 2020 has been probably the most, trans- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the most transformational time in my life not well I was going to say not least because of COVID and everything else but so from a factual perspective so I have resigned twice during COVID who does that? So, <laughs> yeah, maybe but we shouldn't talk to my husband about this. I think he's still got PTSD. Oh, bless him. <laughs> but I did it. One from um, where I used to work with you. Yep. I was in that, in that company for 13 years. Loved it. Got to travel to Australia with it. Worked around the world. Did lots of different jobs. Really grew up in that company and loved it. But I knew when we were in the heart of COVID and lockdown and like everybody else really grappling with um, the boundaries of work and home and trying to homeschool 
trying to, I never know if I can swear, but just trying to keep your shit together. Oh, yeah, totally. I love that you whispered that. I'm like, you can totally swear. Like, it's fine. <laughs> We're adults here. <laughs> oh, I might even drop the F bomb. That was, that was a proper mum thing. That. that was such a mum thing to do, you know, when you're like, the kids around, can I look at you? I just want to whisper <laughs> shit. Or if you memphed, but then nobody would like yeah. hear it with <laughs> But no, keeping uh, your shit together is hard, man. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. And like you say, you've got, all these expectations and do you know where I found myself Jess and I'll be completely honest like as you've said kind of queen of positivity I always see the light I can always maneuver I can always see the opportunities and the options and everything but I went to a pretty dark place that I've never really been before and that's not to say I've had a life without challenges and problems because I have just like everybody else but I found myself just being so addicted to work, checking the emails, waking up in the middle of the night. I had a notepad by my bed to jot down everything that I thought I was forgetting. Mm. I was just getting anxious, losing my grip. And for me, the point where I was starting to see the kids as an unwelcome distraction and a nuisance, like not just in the jokey, oh yeah, they're annoying me with, as in like, yeah. oh God, it would be so much easier if they weren't around. Yeah. That was the point where I was like, yes, something needs to change here. So yeah, resigned, got another fantastic job with another amazing company as a diversity and inclusion specialist. So something so close to my heart, passionate, loved it, great company, great clients. But again, and this time only eight weeks in, uh, (laughs) I realised that I wasn't able to be my true self completely because I was still working largely with corporate clients and we all know like sometimes you have to put your game face on don't you you have to you have to dial things down certain elements of your personality and I honestly had that light bulb moment where I thought Laurie being a hypocrite all of your clients the people that you work with your best friends the people who ask you for advice you like just be totally yourself just just believe in yourself and don't try to be anybody else and I was like yeah this isn't going to work so I resigned and that's then leaving the door open for the big, beautiful, messy, magical, courageous life that I want. Amazing. I don't know what that looks like exactly, but you know what? I'm okay with it. I am here for it. But then there's this, isn't there that huge, I always think, I can't think of the word, but you feel so fired up because you're being you and and well you're doing exactly what what your name says you're being totally you and actually that in itself is so exciting that you don't mind what is coming next you're just like I'm here for it regardless exactly right my love and if you think of like all the opportunities that you've got in your life and if you were to rewind even two years ago three years ago I mean, you'd have had that conviction and faith that you'd be, um, do we say serving people in the UK? I know it's a very American thing. A lot of my coaches are Sometimes, American, yeah. Like helping people, serving yeah, yeah. people. And I loved listening back on your other podcasts as well, where what you're really good at doing is stopping and reflecting and thinking, hang on, like the world is, is kind of turning that mirror on me. What What is this telling me about myself? What's it mm. teaching me about myself? And I think that is a beautiful thing for me in that we're all work in progress. Yeah. None of us are perfect. We're not meant to be. Like, this is life. It's messy. It's real. It's gritty. So for sure, I just think it'll all clear out how it's meant to. The thing for me, Jess, is I never, sorry to say morbid, but I never want to be on my 
deathbed and looking back and having regrets and thinking oh absolutely oh if only you'd gone for it if only you'd got it if you're only yeah, yeah. not overanalyzed it not being worried about what her on the internet him down the street yeah 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 what, yeah, your, yeah. Mom, what your sister yeah. your brother if you just thought hang on I'm a good person I'm doing something good I'm going to learn I'm going to make a difference actually that's enough for me let's see where it takes us yeah and it's getting comfortable with the fact that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that that's been a journey for me personally like I I really struggle because I've always been I want to make sure everyone likes me and if they don't like me I want to convince them to like me but actually the effort I've spent doing that is such a waste of time but it's it's funny because my Obviously, I've got an incredible friend, Emma, who passed away a few years ago, and she motivates a lot yeah. of what I do. And um, my show was dedicated to her, and, and the last section of my show was basically what you just said. It was having a conversation with her when she was at, at the end of her life, at 29, which just is horrendous. Yeah. But her saying to me just do why you what are you what's stopping you because don't ever get into a position where you are you know and she said the words deathbed I'm on my deathbed and I I wish there was more time I wish I could do all these things that I didn't do and I it's one of those really like horrible morbid things but actually so it just gives me a fire in my belly every time I say it because it's true and just like you said it's it's people I always want to say to people what what is stopping you Mm -hmm. and if it's what someone else thinks then like really do you want to look back and think I never did it because I don't know Tasha underscore two three four said I was a bit of a cow (laughs) I don't really care (laughs) whatever (laughs) I'm just gonna moo on over here (laughs) and do my thing babes but it's true isn't it we can spend so much time doing that but one of the things you are brilliant at is find us I always say solutionize because you used to say I don't even is it even a word Laura yeah, yeah. is yeah. it okay well, you can make up your own dictionary like <laughs> sub the urban dictionary it's a jest yeah. dictionary go for it <laughs> um, but you used to say it all the time and you are brilliant at that like I remember there were times at work where we'd be doing something and you know it would all be like oh no something's gone wrong yeah. and we'd all be stressed it and you'd go okay what are we going to do about it? What's the plan? How are we going to do it? Have you always been like that? And if not, how have you become that way? Because I know that's what people want. They, loads of people always say, how do I just switch? How do I stay yeah. on that positive mindset? How do I keep going? Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good question. I'd probably say two things. So the first one, I'll always be honest with you. Yes, I've always been that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always that kid. I'm the oldest of three, always had high energy, have the best mum in the world who like instilled that love and confidence in me so gave me a great environment growing up where I felt like I could do anything and everything so yeah I think there is a bit the whole nature nurture I think I've always done it but the second point is and this is why I hope people know no matter where you are no matter where you're starting from no matter what life's thrown at you you always 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 have a choice Mm. always even when you think your back's against the wall because you've always got choice in your mind haven't you about how you respond to things and for me one of the words that I love the most in the world is action and it'll be interesting for people listening to think oh right how do I feel when I hear the word action do I think of like huge huge action life-changing action or is it something as simple as I don't know trying to get healthier so I'm going to put a green tea bag in my cup instead of 
oh, I shouldn't get you started on tea, should I? <laughs> you know, I've literally, I've literally got a cup of Yorkshire tea on me now. But it's, yeah. just, it's like deciding to drink more water, deciding yeah. to get up and walk or move your body or yeah. everything is a choice there, isn't it? It is, it totally is. And for me, if, if you haven't all heard of her, check her out. There's a woman called Mel Robbins. Oh, I love Mel Robbins. Oh, we love Mel. She's epic. Uh, yeah, definitely check her out. She's so famous for the five second rule, yeah. which very quickly is, as I'm sure you know, um, if you have a thought, an idea, an inkling to do something, you've basically got a five second window on your brain to take action or the side of your brain that is risk adverse, doesn't want you to be embarrassed, doesn't want you to fail, mm. will shut you down. So literally came backwards, five, four, three, two, one, two, right, I'm getting up, I'm going to make that cup of tea, I'm going to make the phone call, I'm going to put my hands up in the meeting, I'm going to tell my husband, no, stop, actually, when you do this, it makes me feel like this, whatever it might be that's Mm. on your mind, and the beauty of action is, it's free, we can all take it, Um, and it's like anything, when you're building a muscle in something, when you want to get better on something, you've got to get the reps in, so the more you do it, the more it'll just come instinctively and without you even realizing you'll just be doing it and you'll all those small tiny baby steps will start to add up to something bigger to get you into that life that you want I love that you've said the baby steps because I think people worry that it's this action is this huge thing and you have to take this huge leap and like yesterday I think I did stories where baby's not been very well and I was like I've still got a long line of list of things to do what's going to be what's going to help me right now well a small action was put him in the sling rather than put him in his cot knowing he's going to whine knowing that that's going to then distract me and get me frustrated actually put him in the sling and something as small as that and it might not be small most people are like well that's just common sense but I'm like no because actually I would normally put him in the cot for his nap and I'd carry on but that small action meant okay well now he's chilled I can actually do a few more things or there's so it's those tiny little things that actually make a difference don't they and I remember actually at work there was and I this was such a huge learning for me there was a situation and I can't remember what happened and something had gone wrong and I think I emailed you and someone else on our team and I was like I knew this would happen (laughs) and you emailed back and was like okay well that's not really helpful (laughs) and you were like but you were like well that's not really helpful yeah we knew you know fine but where do we go from here I remember at first I was like yeah but I knew it was gonna happen but actually from a learning for me it was such a game changer because it was actually yeah I could moan about this and yeah, yeah, we probably did could predict it was going to happen, but that isn't helpful. I, we can. I've just wasted a whole email, a whole few minutes typing it. You've wasted a whole few minutes reading it. And where have we got? We've got no further than the same situation we were in in the first place. So actually, no, that didn't help. What would have helped is if I probably had that thought in my head and then gone, okay, what can we do to resolve this? Because actually, I, I probably knew there was a solution. And I remember getting that email and being like, oh my gosh, yeah, like that isn't helpful and now I, I really try and use that when so like yesterday well this I could moan about the baby being tired I could moan about being tired I could try and put him down I could whine about it I could yeah. complain about it and I can still do all those things but, or I could just put him in the sling realign my day what can I delegate what can I cross off what really does need doing yeah. I could just crack on yeah and you totally did. And I loved it when you were saying about you can have a chip buddy for tea. Do you know what I mean? You don't you have can. to be like, just just adjust. And sometimes yeah. it's about, I don't want to say necessarily like getting through the day because I believe that 
we shouldn't be passengers in our own lives. So we mm-hmm. should be conscious about the decisions that we make. But recognize exactly as you did, right? I can do X, Y, or Z. Okay, what's going to help me most in this situation? Sod it, I'm going to do this. And obviously he's getting cuddles off his mama yeah. all day. You've still been able to roll. You've still been productive. But you haven't been yourself up and you haven't put yourself in that position where he's going to be crying. You're going to get really resentful. And then it just spirals, spirals, spirals. And just the one last thing I'd say on that as well is, and it took me a long time to realise this too, Jess, but think about the stories that you tell yourself and think about the records that you've got playing. So we've all been socialised in certain ways um, and we've all picked up stuff that's become part of our, our like fabric, our DNA, like how we do things. But they're not always helpful. And everybody like would have heard about what your self-limiting beliefs and what's your belief system. So I'd invite all of us, the next time something happens where you have that moment where you could think, well, I knew that was going to happen. I, I t- didn't I tell you? I told you that was going to happen. <laughs> That's, that was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something yeah. happens where it's like, I don't know, um, something amazing happens or somebody like triggers you in either a positive way or a negative way, just think, right, hang on. In the moment, if you've got the chance to just reflect a little bit and just think, that's interesting. Why am I reacting like that? Either what assumptions am I making? Mm. What meaning am I associating to the event that just happened? Because don't forget, our brains are sneaky little buggers. So they, they give us signals all day. They interpret signals from the world sometimes stuff that's not there and what our brains are always doing and making those little shortcuts so that we can literally leave the house in the morning so that we don't have to analyze every single thing that's going to happen like that's part of being human that's how how we get on in life but that doesn't mean every now and again you can't just stop the record and go whoa hang on a minute I've been telling myself like me for example this year always worked in big corporates because for me growing up I didn't have anybody in business. So my idea of success was somebody wearing a suit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. briefcase. Climbing the ladder. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like this year, we wanted another baby, still do. So I was telling myself about, right, I want to stay in this company because it's safe. I'm well established. I get maternity leave. Like money's so important. I've got mortgage to pay. I've got mails to feed, blah, 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 blah. So for me, that was an opportunity to say just Laura just stop like you still somehow even if and no offense you're scrubbing toilets in McDonald's you're an uber driver whatever you do Amazon deliveries I will always be able to make money for my family and actually what my kids want from me is a mom who's around who's present who's happy who's not going to be stressed a bit shouting at them all the time I mean like 10 20 percent of the time's all right yeah (laughs) (laughs) obviously we're still here yeah Yeah, I'm not like super um but yeah that was just one example for me and I hope it just helped one person where you're just telling yourself one reason over and over again why you perhaps can't do something just really stop and think oh hang on a minute am I like BSing myself here yeah and where did that come from where did it's like the lady who said about her friend coming over um and not tidying the house her whole point was where was it that and she goes it's you know growing up my mum was always like guests are coming over tidy the house and she goes again it came down to shame I felt embarrassed I felt shame if my house was a mess and she goes but actually I really sat down and thought 
if my friend comes over and there are toys all over the floor yeah. and they're really my friend and their house is exactly the same because she's probably thinking what I'm thinking yeah, yeah. she was like why why am I like what this makes no sense yeah. I'm going to spend the morning stressing about making sure it's tidy continually apologizing she's coming over and she's just glad to get out of her mess so yeah, that she yeah. doesn't care and it, she goes it's rewiring that bit of my head that said why was this a thing in the first place and why did I even believe that that was true and I what was I listening to recently I think it was four hour work week and he says the same he said I took a leap into this job and in the back of my mind I just thought there are no shame in no matter what job I do as long as I earn money for my family so you know there's no hierarchy of success you can be an incredibly successful um, Uber driver you can be an Mm -hmm. incredibly successful waitress and you could there's no Mm -hmm. level of hierarchy in the workplace or like shame in whatever job you do I've got friends who cleaners and people would be like oh you're a cleaner and I'm like she earns incredible money she's got flexible working around her family she does something she loves sorry I don't understand what the issue is here because there's no shame in anything that Mm -hmm. as long as you're doing what you love Mm -hmm. and you're doing something that fills you with joy where you can be totally you see what I've done there and then that's that's what's important right preach sister preach that is what's important it is and even if you're listening to this and thinking oh God, yeah. All right. It sounds easier said than done. I invite you, just do one thing today, right now, like even in the next hour, where you change something up, you perhaps do something just a little mm. bit different and just see how it feels. Because once you once you find that you're living more authentically and just in a place of like joy and not conflict, and I love this expression about stop shooting all over yourself. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I love that. So we, we do it all the time. Oh, I should do this. Oh, I really should go to the gym. Oh, I should, yeah, send her a thank you card. I should, 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 should. Sometimes it's just like, oh, just let me take a minute here. What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And okay. We often, like, especially as women, um, feel like being selfish is a bad thing. And oh, yeah, totally. It's all linked into our ego, isn't it? And mm. who does she thinks she is? But actually, if I'm selfish and if I'm happy and content, I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm being a good role model for my kids. doesn't matter what I'm doing necessarily or how much money I'm earning. My kids don't care. Um, so, yeah, just just keep challenging yourself. And like, not to sound too deep, although we do, do love going deep, one of my coaches says, oh, let's see if I get this right. Um, your breath is the paint, your body is the brush, and your canvas is the world. Oh, so, oh he's brilliant. Princeton, honestly, I'll share you the link. He is amazing, um, Evolve Mastery, his podcast. And he essentially says, with every new breath, you've got a new opportunity. You are changing your mm. life in that moment. So yeah, you can put off stuff till tomorrow if you want, but just mentally just take that breath and just think, how am I going to use that to paint and create the world that I want? Yeah. That is filled with the love that I want and I deserve. And then, you know what? It's not selfish because as you're doing, like all the joy you put out in the world, Jess, I'm not just like <laughs> kissing your ass. I genuinely mean it. Kiss it, oh, man. Kiss it. I love, I love how you can just be like sat there one minute, like scrunchy in your hair, next minute, freaking supermodel, like doing this and TikTok <laughs> videos. But this is what we get with you. We get the highs, the lows, the goods, the bads. Like you get your truth. And so many people, and I'm not judging, um, 
so many people are either not willing or not able to show all of that side, mm. um, which isn't because we live in so much shame. Because yeah. we're literally brought up to feel shame and embarrassment for anything that's other than perfect. Yeah. So if you're plus size, if you're not, if you don't look right, if you don't do what everyone else does, if you, and even things like step outside the box, like who made this box in the first place? Yeah. What's in the box? All yeah. these things, all these terms have been literally told, you know, this is the route you take. You go to school, you go to university, yeah. then you meet someone, then you have a corporate job and you work your way up yeah. the ladder and then you get married and then you have children. And if you do anything outside of that, it's a bit yeah. weird or it's not yeah, you know, yeah. that's the normal what is normal and I think we live in so much shame people are scared to share those parts of them mm-hmm. but then even when you do and it is that self-reflection but if other people used to share bits and I'd be like why would you share that yeah. I realized it was me living in that yes. as well on behalf yeah. of them yeah. so I realized that was my issue so if I saw a post of someone maybe crying on the internet, I'd be like, why would you post yourself yeah. crying on the internet? But then I thought, actually, that's so raw mm-hmm. and so real. And I'm doing exactly what I don't like about the world is I'm saying to them, that's not normal. You shouldn't do yeah. that. But actually, when you start letting go of that for yourself and seeing others, you don't pick at it in other people because you're not doing it to yourself anymore. And it's so empowering when I suddenly just let go of like, Whatever, I just don't care. I don't it's care anymore. Isn't it? So freeing. And the other thing to remember as well, without sounding like like a wacky conspiracist, <laughs> a lot of what happens in the world comes down to profit and money. Oh, so absolutely. you imagine all those industries that would go bankrupt overnight if we suddenly stop spending so much money on Oh, the makeup. diet industry. Can you imagine oh, the yeah, diet industry? If we all just said, yeah, sod it. Yeah, we're just gonna be who we are. We're just gonna be who or, we are and love it. They would and it I'm would not crumble. Saying, like, don't do that stuff like literally you do you boo you do whatever you want but always remember we are being manipulated and influenced every second of every day Mm -hmm. by the people we follow on instagram or whatever the magazines we read so i know you've said this before curate your life yeah and your feed yeah like open our eyes to anything that doesn't make you feel good I'm not saying like cut it out because I think we as you said you can learn so much from stuff that jars you and that doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. feel right but you have to be willing to do the work you have to be willing yes. to get uncomfortable and do the self-reflection because that's the bit that I never really wanted to do I never wanted to do the self-reflection bit I just would, would be bitchy and horrible and yeah. then when I really sat down I thought why am I behaving this way okay well what is it about this person that I actually don't like because I don't really know them so yeah. why am I being such a cow and then I was like ah it's because actually they're doing something that I want to do yeah, or they are there's something about them that I aspire to be like yeah. so maybe it just might be that they're really confident or yeah. you know they're doing something and I, say, oh, I wish I could do that but the reality is I wouldn't have admitted that to myself so a lot of our well all of our hatred and frustration for other people nine times out of ten is from some form of mirror we're mirroring something about ourselves that we're not keen on and I remember meeting one person and they were well online I met them first and I met them in real life but online I used to be like why are they so confident like oh they come across so arrogant and actually what I realized was it was something about me I was always worried that people thought I was overconfident and a bit arrogant so I was mirroring what I felt about myself and seeing it in them and then actually my fear of what people thought of me I was thinking of them Mm -hmm. so it's most of it it's all a bit but you just it's all in your head yeah it is 
It is. And like, get out of your own way. And yeah. Get your head out your ass, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but equally, it'll all happen when it's meant to happen. So like every day is a blessing, isn't it? Every day is that opportunity to just learn something about yourself, learn about the world. Like this year, more so than ever, I've been kind of dialing into the more spiritual side of me now had I have said mm. to kind of corporate badass Laura a year ago when I was all up in my masculine energy like crushing it blah, 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 yeah. deadline deadline let's do this we've got to be done I'd have been like mm, okay I haven't got time spirituality what even is that is that scientifically proven <laughs> what's the return on investment here yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh. yeah. <laughs> like kind of snoozeville but now listening to the likes of you, Jessica Cunningham, who we know. Ah, uh, my friend. Uh, she's the yeah, best. She's amazing. And do you know what? Like this this year, I'm absolutely honoured to be one of her master coaches on her female entrepreneurship programme. Group, yeah. She's amazing. But, but with, with her as well, she was one of the few people that I could see as a role model mm. where she's just completely herself like she's wacky she's high energy and she's like that all the time and she never that I love being around her we did some work together last well over the last couple of years we've done a few things together and she has always and she's one of those people that when you first meet you're like oh my gosh like she is but I realized actually it's because she genuinely does not care like she is her and she comes as she is this is me cool like and she's really I might be too much for some people I'm perfect for others like I'm cool with that because this is who I am and she just is just so herself in every fiber of her being isn't she and I love that about her she's just she's just awesome she really is and you know what we're we're all like that and we're all capable of that so think about the people that you might be a bit envious of like you've just said and just dial into what is it about them that I'm envious of and to be envious I think can be a good thing because it lights that spark in you to say oh hang on a minute she or he's got something that I want I want to get after it but do it in your own way you don't have to mimic it so I will never be completely that Jess I will never be completely you Jess Um, I can only be me and I'm sure what or any of us wants is if we can inspire that one person like my job life is done I am the happiest one out there um and also try and talk to yourself how you would to your best friend oh I always say this too you just wouldn't talk to yourself how you wouldn't talk to anybody how it's funny when I if I get troll, I don't even like saying trolls because trolls are human people on the other side of the but when people say it's something quite nasty to me Sometimes I remember once saying, there's nothing you could say that I haven't said to myself already. Yeah. And that that's deep. And when I used to yeah. read some of stuff, I used to think, but you can say all these things, but actually I've said them all to myself already. Yeah. So the only reason why I feel triggered by it is because I believe it. Whatever you're saying is something I believe, but actually if I shift that belief for myself, you can say whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. go for it. And it's going to, it's whatever to me mm-hmm. because it's not something that I believe. And that's when the shift happens, when people can say what they say to you. And if you're not triggered by it, it's because you don't believe that anymore. So people can say what they like, but that is so difficult isn't it to like overcome but so worth it yeah yeah and it's a practice as you've said because yeah. I'm not gonna sit here now and like hands on my heart and say that I never like talk shit about myself I never put myself down yeah, for all of my positivity like I can be my own worst enemy mm-hmm. um but then it's I acknowledge it 
I'm aware of it and then I choose whether I act on it or whether I say right thanks for that uh, not really helpful okay moving on and we've always got those voices in our head haven't we and mm. kind of like the angel the devil on our shoulders <laughs> it's just just increase levels of awareness so that you're not a puppet of your own mind Ooh, oh Laura that is that is listen if that isn't on a picture on a quote on Instagram by the end of the week yeah <laughs> oh god I put it on me to do this that is that needs to be I want to see I want to that needs to be a quote that's going to get shared right that is going to go viral how that's so true so true and always think come back to your mind does want you to be safe. Your mind doesn't yeah. want you to take risks. Do you know what I mean? Our mind hasn't moved on from like the prehistory, the cavemen days and stuff where it was very real life or death. Like, no, Laurie, you can't just go for a nice walk across that field. A lion will come across <laughs> and bite your head off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just be aware and like I am a geek for life and I, I wear that with pride I will always be learning I'm always doing another course I'm same, always just yeah, like you same. another TED talk yeah and I know you're doing your life coaching at the minute yeah. yes 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 yeah. crushing it um just educate yourself and it doesn't matter if you haven't got a degree if you haven't got GCSEs or none of that because educate people matters. always talk about education as just pieces of paper with certificates and don't get me wrong I'm not discrediting people who've got degrees and of course education is academic to some degree yeah, yeah. but actually learning isn't necessarily academic all the time learning is just about growing and growth and becoming better or bigger or learning more about yourself and others so it's not I think we always fixate don't we on education as like mm-hmm. school and people think oh I don't know enough or I'm not educated enough and I'm like I never went to university but I learn a lot I listen yeah. to something I try and listen to something that's going to teach me something yeah. that could be anything from cooking something yeah. to learning how to create habits or to budget or to do you know teach your kids something whatever that might be learning is continuous and it's not necessarily educational or academic it doesn't have to be that it could be anything yeah and if you Absolutely. think about our generation for all the, the like the positives and the negatives with social media and like access to phones and stuff like you've got that encyclopedia walking around in your pocket right mm-hmm. now like you've got access to like universities Yale they pushed out a lot of free programs over lockdown about well-being and stuff honestly I'm going to give you a bit of tough love here there is no excuse not to know what you either want to know or you need to know yeah so and give yourself the permission to think you're not expected to like be an expert (laughs) no I'm going to be a master overnight no of course not not. but just be like you've you've touched on shame so much so Mm -hmm. interesting so right I can come off this call and I can Google shame and like Brené Brown. I was going to say Brené Brown's going to be the first yeah, yeah. one. She's going to yeah. be the first one up. But you can learn about it. Of course you can. And not everything will be your cup of tea. Not everything will land. Not everything will resonate. But I just think if you are constantly like scanning the environment, scanning your life, and you're looking for those little glimmers of like joy, energy, passion if you just hone in on that and instead of like if you imagine you've got like an antenna if you can see me now I look ridiculous it looks like I'm trying to be what am I like a, a reindeer a rabbit you know, I'm, 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 you look like a reindeer there you go <laughs> I am prepared to look this ridiculous for you Jess but just think about if you're if you're scanning constantly what's making Laura happy what's not making me happy pissing me off 
what is lighting me up so that I could talk for hours on something mm. what's triggering me positively and negatively and just learn about yourself and make you your biggest ever project that you'll do because yeah. you're never going to be done babe there's never going to be a point where you can hand over the project done yeah. like until god forbid we are at that point where we're on the deathbed we can change any element of our life it mm. might be hard you might have to break some things in the process be it hearts habits chains but just think of how much you can gain by just really going for it and not telling yourself all those stories to keep you playing small like get out there live that big beautiful life what your version of big and beautiful is could be completely different from mine mm-hmm. and that is cool does not matter just just go for it yeah I just wish I could just hug and shake and kiss everybody and just say ah I wish you could see what I see like yeah amazing the world needs you as you nobody else oh that, do you know what that is like the perfect place to end like you've literally rounded that off so perfectly and I hope that someone listening is going to be like yeah me too, me too. honestly you can do it darling I believe in you you can do it amazing so let everyone know where they can find you what are your social handles website yeah, sure. where can we find you so I spend a lot of my time on Instagram so I am the totally you coach I think it's at totally underscore you underscore coach but I'm on there with Jesse. You'll, you'll find <laughs> I'll it. link everything below as well. So Thank in the description, and people yeah, will be yeah. able to click through. But you know what? I've got to be honest. Like I'm obviously entering into this next chapter. So I haven't got the slick website. I haven't got like, like this is my first ever podcast. Jesse. Yeah. It's popped my cherry. Woohoo. Oh, I, I wouldn't have wanted my first time with anybody else, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, so yeah, get me on Instagram. There's going to be lots more stuff coming next year in terms of website and so on. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well for anybody who's, uh, who's still in the corporate world. But yeah, reach out. I would love, love, love to hear from you because genuinely I'm here to serve, to help people. So the more you tell me about what you want, what you don't want, what's resonated with you, the more I can just build on that and just continue to help more people. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Say It With Your Whole Chest. Bye.